the COVID-19 pandemic. How long is this thing going to go on and what are they going to do to make you prove you've been vaccinated? Coming to you from behind the lines in Washington State, local and national talk, news, and opinions. This is the Behind the Line podcast. So I think we're also starting to see some uh, some of the vaccination um papers, so to speak, that you could carry with you to show that you've been vaccinated so you can have special treatment at uh, events and sporting events and concerts and maybe airlines will go this way. I don't know. But uh, this is a wearable bracelet that is from a uh, company out of San Diego. It's called an Immunaband. And it's one of those little uh, silicone bracelets that are popular with uh, charities. And, you know, a lot of companies are using these things for advertising and whatever. But this is a blue silicone bracelet. One version has a person's name and the vaccine, vaccine listed on it. The other just has a QR code that can be scanned to get the person's status. Um... But to me, other than having uh, your record on your phone available, I think this is probably the most uh, viable option that I've seen uh, come out. And no, I'm not supporting this, but I see that this is the direction things are going. They're going to they're gonna make us uh, have to prove vaccination to do certain things and uh, I don't know how far it'll go but most states are are looking at this as an option I know in Washington the governor is a big supporter of this and has already said that you'll be able to you know go to special events sit in special sections at concerts and sporting events I know the Seattle Mariners have already opened a section of their stadium that was closed due to social distancing restrictions and they're allowing people to sit in there uh, unsocially distanced if they've been vaccinated, which does not follow their own science because they say that even if you're vaccinated, you can get and spread coronavirus. So it doesn't make any sense by their own rules uh, that you would not have to still uh, socially distance and uh the governor of Washington, Inslee, has also stated that uh, he wants, uh, you know, Seattle is big for the cruise industry. We get a lot of cruise ships in during the year. Of course, this has hurt the city immensely because cruise ships are not coming in because of coronavirus. But he wants, you know, a special cruise just for um, vaccinated people. And this sort of thing is going on all over the country 
Um, I just see this is going to be, unless, unless somebody steps up and files some sort of lawsuit to put a stop to this, this is going to progress and you're going to be required to show proof of vaccination. You know, the, on the one hand, they're telling you you don't have to get it, but really, on the other hand, what they're pushing is for every, everybody to have it. And I know our governor keeps saying that if you, if we don't get enough people who vaccinate, then we're just not going to be able to fully reopen. And uh, I don't know how far this they're going to take this, but we are going to have, you know, at some point, we're probably going to have to show proof if you've gotten this thing. Um, but this article about the band, uh, at this point is saying that it's for restaurant employees so that patrons know that the people handling their food have been vaccinated. And so far restaurants, restaurants in Los Angeles, Philadelphia, and Pennsylvania have purchased bands for employees to show patrons that the people who are handling their food are vaccinated against coronavirus. Once the bracelet is purchased, the person then sends a copy of their vaccine card to the company that loads the information onto an encrypted website. Um, and, you know, I saw an article over the weekend that said, according to some poll, and who knows where this was taken or who was, who was polled, but you know how those go. You know, 75% of people were okay with some sort of uh, vaccine uh, card or pass to attend events and, and do things. So uh, it just seems insane to me. I, I don't know why do you care if somebody else gets vaccinated or not if you have been. Uh, you're protected, right? You don't have to worry about it. Um, and this fact, this, this virus still has a 1.5% death rate, which means pretty much everybody survives. So that is mind boggling to me how we've addressed this whole situation, but this is where we're at. Um, it's like Nazi Germany to me. I mean, papers, please. So we're over a year into this COVID-19 pandemic and some states are relaxing, some aren't. And you may be starting to ask yourself, how long is this thing going to drag out? Well, I'll give you a little idea here. Fauci this week was being interviewed and said that indoor mass rules should begin to be relaxed. Uh, it's May 10th. Dr. Anthony Fauci said Sunday that he thinks the United States can, quote, start to be more liberal, end quote, in terms of relaxing indoor mask rules as more people are vaccinated against the COVID-19 virus. But he also said that uh, as long as we continue to get vaccinated and wear masks around groups of people, that uh, maybe by next Mother's Day, we could be uh, ready to be back to normal. You notice how they are always putting the end of the tunnel, so to speak, out into the future. 
it's always two more weeks of this, uh, a couple more months of that, six more months, uh, just another year, and we'll be back to normal. They just keep kicking that can down the road. Uh, you know, that is a method of manipulation that uh, sociopaths use to make you feel like there's light at the end of the tunnel, but to keep you hung up, to keep you trapped. And it's exactly what they're doing. They're giving you a little bit of reward by opening some things up and making, feel, making you feel like uh, things are a little bit back to normal. But in reality, things are not back to normal, and they're still saying another year of this garbage, and this is how people are manipulated. You know, you give someone a little reward, and then you keep them trapped. You keep them, you keep punishing them, you, and they just don't realize it. They, they feel like it's, well, it's not that bad, and I got this, so, you know, just a little longer, and I'll be able to have my life back, but this is never going away. They are never going to take these masks away completely. This is going to be with us uh, for the foreseeable future. I mean, this is a method of control, and they have seen how easily we will be controlled. There was little to no resistance, and they know that they can just continue on in this manner and nobody's gonna nobody's gonna push back so as far as the mask front goes uh you may be wondering how long will these masks go and i like i said i i believe they're going to continue for years but uh, in the short term if you wonder how they're going to convince people well you better keep that mask on this latest news out of India, because India's got a real COVID problem, uh, May 8th, they're now saying COVID-19 is airborne, that there is a version. Now, of course, they did say this at the beginning. Uh, this was the big thing when this all started, was that it's airborne. That's why we have to wear these masks. We're back to these very fine droplets, blah, blah, blah. Well, then they moved away from that and said it was on surfaces. And then it was, you know, touching people or being in close contact that it didn't supposedly stay on surfaces very long. And I mean, I think the whole point is they really don't know what the hell they're talking about or they're just lying, which and I think it's a little of both mostly lying. But uh, the highlights of this article are that very fine droplets formed when droplets dry remain suspended in the air. Uh, a COVID variant that could remain airborne for nearly an hour has been detected in Sri Lanka. And then this is a Lancet or a report in April dismissed predominant scientific view that SARS-CoV-2 is not an airborne pathogen. So the CDC is also um, supporting this hypothesis they've revised uh, the listed modes of COVID-2 transmission to include the possibility of the virus being airborne um, and so we're back to this this is why you have to wear a mask and this is what they're going to do to make sure 
that we keep our masks on and uh, they keep scaring people that um, there's a reason to continue to mask up. And this article even says that you should wear at least two masks. And these masks that, that we all buy at the stores, cloth or disposable, they don't stop virus. Um, they do stop, you know, nasty little spit droplets and whatever else, but uh, the virus or any other bacteria will pass right through these um, masks. They're not made to stop a virus. If you want to see what kind of mask stops a virus, just Google it. What kind of mask they wear in a, vi a virology lab. It's like a gas mask. It's got a full face shield. It's got a canister of some sort. And uh, it straps to your face and creates an airtight seal around your face. That is the only way to stop a virus. So um, anyway, we're back to this airborne thing. Uh, I think it's just proof that they really don't know what they're talking about or they're just uh, using it to keep us all contained and I think it's a little of both and I think uh, as the saying goes let no crisis go unwasted so bringing it home specifically to Washington did you know that Washington is one of only two states without a plan or date to fully reopen? Does it surprise you? Uh, yeah, there's a petition started by the Washington Hospitality Association. This is in a report from KTTH 770. Uh, asking Inslee to put a plan in place to fully reopen the state and to actually set a date. And they're asking for June 15th which I think is completely reasonable. Uh, every other state, uh, even California, which had the most, uh, I think the most restrictions in the country, is planning on fully reopening June 15th. Uh, New York, New Jersey, and Connecticut are set to reopen May 19th. And uh, they asked the question, where, uh, why aren't we like all the other states on moving forward? And um, they're the ones that did the research and learned that 48 other states already either are open or have a plan to uh, open and move forward. Only us and Hawaii are the two states that have no plan. And you gotta you gotta wonder why uh, this is even you know Democratic governors throughout the country who are reopening and. Um, Ensley is just clueless what it's like to run a business. This guy has no clue, especially a restaurant business. And it's like what he did with uh, making everybody think he was going to roll us back to phase two uh, a couple weeks ago and instead put a pause on the whole reopening plan. And you know it's got to be because he got pressure from King County uh, and maybe Snohomish County to not roll us back, uh, why else would he do it? His own science doesn't support his deci decision. I mean, if you believe his data and science, then 
By all means, we should have been rolled back to Phase 2, just like he did to Pierce County. But instead, for whatever reason, at the last second, he decides to put a pause. Well, how many of those restaurants, you know, in King County and these other big counties uh, had ordered, you know, whatever food they needed, anticipating a 25% capacity because that's what it would have been rolled back to. And then all of a sudden, nope, we're not rolling back. And so now you're going to stay at 50% capacity and probably don't have the food or whatever else ready for that to continue in the next two days. I mean, it's just little things like this when you're trying to run a business, when you're trying to set schedules, when you're trying to figure out how many people you're going to have. I mean, yes, it's good that we didn't. Uh, I don't think we should roll back, but um, he doesn't understand why business owners are frustrated. And I ran a business for many, many years, and the state already makes it difficult enough to have a business without this you know, joker on his pedestal creating this yo-yo with everybody where you're trying to figure out what's going on from one minute to the next. He, you know, needs to be consulting with his fellow Democrats even and get this thing figured out and come up with something sensible so that people know what to expect. And uh, it's time for him to stop making all these decisions on his own. And even the Democrats have sent him a letter saying that they want him to reevaluate his roadmap to recovery or whatever he's calling it uh, and come up with, you know, actually consult other people who are in the communities that they come from and know what these communities need and what these businesses need to try to survive the, the last, hopefully the last part of this. And instead, he continues to make these decisions on his own, and uh, it is frustrating. And, um, you know, you've got people who can't have the weddings they want to have. You've got high schools that are having proms for their students that don't allow dancing or even music. Uh, no dancing at weddings. Uh, you know, it's... This is nuts. This, this stuff is crazy. It's not based in science. And you got to ask yourself, why does this guy continue down this road? It's time to reopen. Hey, everyone. Thanks for listening to the Behind the Line podcast. I hope you will subscribe to the channel so you can get regular updates. And if you're listening to this on YouTube, I hope you will also uh, like it, share it, and uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. You can find us on YouTube, Facebook, Anchor, Sprecher. We're on various other podcast platforms. Um, and you can find me on LinkedIn under John Washington. Again, thank you for listening. We appreciate your support.